Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson, episode four in our series, Meal Management. And we're going to lump together kind of the rest of the whole food meal. So whether you want to call it lunch and dinner or just subsequent meals in the day, uh, we, we've covered pre-workout, post-workout, first meal of the day. And I have, I have a little bit of a nuance in, in my own preference sets, Adam, in that lunches, I tend to eat kind of light because I do train in the mid-afternoon. And even if I wasn't training in the mid-afternoon, I just don't like to feel heavy and weighed down from a big lunch, you know, for the rest of the, the, the work day. So I, I tend to have a pretty small lunch. And sometimes it's just a protein and a fibrous carbohydrate, like a chicken breast salad, especially if I'm going out with somebody for lunch. Uh, if I'm in office, I'll typically just have a little bagel sandwich with, again, turkey breast, slice of cheese and, and a bagel, or even just a wrap. But it's a, it's a pretty small, probably four to 500 calorie meal, and then um, I'm out. And if I were dieting, uh, it may be even a little bit more basic, where it is you know, a certain amount of vegetables or salad with protein and maybe a little bit of a starch. So a little bit more of a typical bodybuilder-ish meal. But, but what do you do specifically for, for your, your midday? I'm really lucky because I've got Penn, my sponsor, Visionary Meals here, but they, they um, cook a, a meal a week for me, which is awesome. Um, and it's usually a protein, a starch, and a fibrous carb. And that could range from, you know, a chicken or steak um, rice or, um, you know, some type of potato and then like a vegetable, whether it be asparagus, broccoli, um, uh, peas were what I had yesterday. Um, and they're awesome. So, um, very much like you, a very, um, well-rounded meal in terms of, uh, you know, protein, carbs, and fats also gain, uh, a meat, a, um, a vegetable and a starch. So um, what I would call an anchor meal where it kind of sustains hunger for the day. And usually I'll have something similar for dinner as well. Something with some fiber, a starch and a protein. So those are what I would say are my two really, really big staple meals. Those hardly ever change aside from the variety that Visionary Meals does for me. Yeah, and that's why I thought lumping these two together would make sense because I, I agree, there's not a lot of difference. I, I consider these very much like you said, staples. It's you're going to get your protein, your your vegetable or fibrous carbohydrates, and and maybe some starch or not, depending on your goals for that time of the day. But I've had some interesting conversations last two weeks with new clients, and everybody wants to wants to think that every single variable every day is somehow powerful and magical. So they go, what about this? And what about that? And what do I do here? And some of it is just the consistency of having exactly what you need for the day. And I consider meals like this, your standard two or three whole food meals of the day, you know, getting that lean protein that, that perhaps, as I said, combination of vegetable fiber versus starch. And it's just, you know, there's, it's not, performance-based. It's not, it's not your pre and post workout. Like we already talked about, it's just getting your body with the nutrients it needs to keep moving forward, especially at the, the amounts you need. So I think a lot of the emphasis should be on just being in cruise control, whether you're somebody who likes a lot of structure or flexibility, just, just have those meals ready to go. And they're just to get you, you know, another two, three, four hours down the road. Yeah, Absolutely. So um, let's let's use just that one little caveat of maybe we are training in the evening. A lot of people get off work and go to the gym. 
So in that case, I think you probably had a pre-workout snack like we've talked about, and now you're going to go home and maybe you have a post-workout in that as a shake at the gym or on the way home and, and then a dinner. So this is definitely where some decision-making has to come into play, but do you handle that any differently than we've already discussed, Adam? Just the timing of where I move that meal, basically. So that's where I would say that these tend to be a little more locked in. So, you know, really it just might depend on me, the timing of me having that meal. So let's say if I ended up training around lunchtime, which is very rare for me, but um, it actually typically happens over the weekend if I have clients visiting, we'll usually lift together. And uh, no one ever lifts as late as I do. So I adapted their schedule. And uh, that's what happened this weekend for me. Uh, one of my good friends came into town and we trained around noon. So basically my typical lunch and dinner were almost like two like later dinners, essentially, I would say. So one was around 3.30, 4, another was around like 6.30 or 7. And uh, I just moved my pre-workout earlier into the day. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, that's what I mean by them it's just being standard. You know, no matter what time of the day you need them, it's just, it's just a normal stock meal that you have ready, especially in contest prep, you know, much different than the flexibility you might use in off season. But uh, you guys stay with us one more episode. We're going to cover snacks and kind of the flexibility. How do, you, how do you glue all of this together? If we're going to propose that there are certain meals that we think are really well done or perfect. Let's talk about now how to expand that repertoire a little bit. So see you next time in Contest Prep University.